Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction uh, to Ajax 4 Rangers now. Uh, a rather disappointing night in Holland for Rangers. Uh, not the first time I've said that in the last few days, mate. Uh, Scotia, you are joining me for this tonight, mate. Uh, I, I always say how are you, but I mean... <laughs> no, um, to be honest, just right off the bat for everyone that's going to listen and watch this... Um, can get can guess how I'm feeling. Just go back and watch what we done after the match on on Saturday against Celtic there, because I think I'm going to be praying, saying pretty much the exact same things I said after that match. It's it's a copy and paste job, isn't it, mate? It really is a copy and paste job. Um, again tonight as a whole, uh, everything was wrong. Genuinely, everything just didn't work yet again. Um, it's it's a it's pretty much a carbon copy. Of the conversations that we've had, even even last night, mate, and I, I'm kind of kind of I'm gutted that I'm sitting here having this conversation again. Before we get into this, mate, and before we, we pull Rangers apart, which we will, um, I, I'm not taking anything away from Ajax. Look, they're a very good football team. You can see that they're a very good football team. This is obviously a step up in class in terms of getting to the Champions League. I understand all of that, but. There is problems here. Uh, there is definite problems here, and it is as clear as you like to see. Um, I am, yeah, I, I just I kind of despondent about the, the 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 way tonight has went. Um, no matter who we were playing, um, there's a number of things as Rangers fans that we always expect, and right now we are not getting it. We are not getting it at all, and that's up there with the worst I've ever seen Rangers in Europe in my lifetime. That is. For absolute sure. Scotia at the start of 11 um, was McLaughlin kept his place, maybe controversially, it depends on what way you want to look at things tonight. Uh, Tavenier, Goldson, Sands, Barisic, Kamara, Lundstrom, Tillman, Kent, 
Wright and Cholak. I mean, if we're going to be honest, mate, it's probably the team we all expected, with the only two being, is he going to stick with McLaughlin, going to put McGregor in, or is it going to be Jack or Kamara? Yeah, I mean, when that team came out, I wasn't surprised in the slightest. It's worrying, the way that the injuries and stuff have gone and not getting players up to speed at this stage in the season, and we're only on 7th of September, that I think even after the weekend, we were like, well, how's that team really going to change? I know we were saying, like, Ryan was on saying, oh, I'd love to play McCann there. I'm like, oh, it'd be great to play King in, in defence. You kind of knew it wasn't going to change. And as well, I was just at the very end, I was, you know, when that final whistle blew, just quickly look back to what our starting lineups against PSV were. And the only difference was Lawrence for right. And oof, that, that's shocking when you can, if you take that right towards the end of the game, considering how we've performed tonight. Aye, it's uh, it's there's just so many, so many things are just the same conversations that we've had mate for the past two podcasts. Um, I am, um, I, I'm, I, I'm concerned. I think tonight's a, a pathetic effort all round. It really is. Um, we'll break down the game a bit, mate. Um, be quite easy to do so. First goal, mate. Um, for all the fantastic play. The Ajax had, which they did. They cut us open numerous times, mate. We were standing watching the game far too many times tonight. Um, cut open numerous times, but of course, mate, of course, it's a corner that we can't defend and they take the lead with a free header. Nobody challenging the ball as easy as you like. Begotten can't do anything about it. It's kind of bulleted into the, the corner of the net and it, it's 1 0. And I'm going to be honest, mate, I was going to say this to the end. The players chucked it at 1-0. Um, from then on in, everything just went rapidly downhill. That, you know, and it's it's a corner again that this is conceded from. And it's, I mean, this the, the question continuously comes up about, you know, zonal or man mark. And, you know, we could have, you could sit long and have a long discussion about whether or not, you know, what option you prefer, whether you don't. I've always kind of tended to think that you've always played kind of a mix of zonal and man marking. Zonals, I know an awful lot people seem to think that this a newer thing, but it's not really, because if you consider men in the post as zonal defending from a corner, but um, it's just becoming far too frequent. And it's, it wasn't a surprise when that happened. There was, what, five, six, seven players of ours that could all get caught under the ball when it came in. That boy Alvarez breaks away. Sands is caught in his heels again. And just, yeah, it's shocking. And it's, it's becoming all too familiar. We were warned just before it, mate, when they had a, a corner coming into the box and it was another free header that they should score. I think it was Timber, is it, that plays right back for them? He should have scored. I, mean, I don't know, he's a centre-half, though. Is he a centre-half? But, yeah, I mean, he should have scored. I, I mean, <laughs> it was a free header, but we just, again, the whole learning of lessons, mate, is is not happening. It isn't happening. Yeah. Um, Carney so- on that as well, actually. Just on that, because at this time it wasn't Sands' fault, it was Lundstrom and I think it was Tillman that was in there as well for that that chance that Timber had. Mm-hmm. So it's not just it's not just one player at these set pieces that's the concern. It's collectively a team that we seem to be a, a bit of a bomb scare at, at the moment. Yeah, um, I could drop into a lot of players, mate, and Tillman generally is one of them tonight. Uh, a lot of people give Ryan Kent stick for not looking interested. I thought he looked disinterested from the kickoff tonight. I don't think he looked like he was particularly up for it, but I mean, 
that it, that runs through the entire team um, tonight. Uh, I, I didn't see anybody really committed to it at all in any way, shape or form. Second goal, mate, um, the ball hits off Kamara. He then walks back. Um, no one closes him down as he breaks into the, the box. It's a deflection off Sands and it's into the goal, mate. This one here, mate, is, um, yeah, everything that's wrong. Um, at this point, I started to really feel the worst, mate, that this could be arguably double digits because every single time that Ajax came forward, they were cutting us open. We couldn't cope with it, mate. We, we literally couldn't cope with it. There's so many there's so many questions we'll probably come on to as well around is this the players, is it the coaching staff, is it collectively, everything that's going wrong just now. But this goal, mate, it's just... it's, it's it's so gutless all over. Yeah, I mean the goal itself is unlucky for Sands for that deflection to go in because you know it yeah. wouldn't have been you know McLaughlin would have been cleaning that. But right before that, I've got it written down: out fought and out muscled. And it was that see that fifteen minute spell between their first and their second. They had really turned the screw and like you could see they were ripping us to pieces because I did think up until the they scored first, you could see something was coming, but it looked as if we were going to be able to cope with it. But that, that second 15 minutes, that 15 to 30 minute period, yeah, they were just like, toying with us at times, I think, was the way you would describe it. <laughs> yes, mate. Very much so, mate. Uh, they were they were doing so. I, I would say, mate, if I'm going to be honest, I say blue tinted glasses, maybe that um, before they scored, I thought, right, they are, they're getting in. I expected them to get in and I expected them to have a lot of the ball. But then to go and concede from a corner and just to see the reaction of the players after it, mate, it's heads are down, hands are on hips. It's empty jersey stuff, mate. It's just that they they didn't look up for it. The attitude just doesn't look correct. Everything um, everything from the weekend has just rolled completely into tonight. There has been no reaction. There hasn't been anything. And I, again, I know who we're playing. I get what competition that we're in. It's always going to be a step up. But to not to not even look like you're again willing to go to battle or to do it all again, there is there's just massive problems for me um now and it's gonna be hard for any player and for any um for any of the coaching staff, uh, Geo included, to escape any sort of criticism for this tonight because it's not acceptable in any way, shape or form. It just isn't acceptable. Um the third goal's <laughs> I mean the third goal is um I still, I, when I'm watching it, I'm going, right, okay, you've been beat, he's turned you, bring him down, okay, bring him down, Golchin's not coming to cover you, definitely bring him down now, he decides to lose the battle, lose the space, and the boy buries it, it's a great finish, honestly, an absolutely cracking finish, but again, decision making, attitude, I, I mean, commitment as well, commitment to, to, to your job, um, again, well, Tav obviously makes a a meal of that, he gets took, taken off at half-time. Um, I'm going to presume he's going to come out and say he's carrying a knock. I'm presuming that's what he's going to say. Uh, but this one, mate, this is... That's just... Uh, to me, James Tavernier's a leader on the park, mate. If your leader on your park looks like he's chucked it, then what, what chance do you have for the rest of the team? Yeah, it's one of these ones he probably should have just taken that wee foul and take, taken it away. 100%. And... It comes back to, obviously, I've seen a few people on Twitter mention it, and I was kind of looking at that occasionally through the game, that Otav's carrying a knock. And it was this this rumour that got kicked up just before the old firm game as well, that Tav's mm -hmm. carrying a knock. And Geo's come out and said, 
quite undeniably that he's not. Now, Tav wasn't, I mean, they were all as bad as each other really in the first half. So <laughs> it must be a knock for me for to bring your captain off um, or else something else seriously, other other things wrong have went. Um, it was poor. And it, it's, it's just this wave of inevitability. It was, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, the... I mean, even at 1-0, you're thinking, God, please get a half-time. Don't let them score at 2-0. You're going, don't let it get 3, and then it's 3, and you're going, well, this is just a kind of waste of our time now um, to have to sit here and watch this. Um, yeah, half-time, mate, we make three subs. Um, King, Matondo, and Jack come on. Uh, the before spoken about James Tavernier comes off, which, again, presumes going to be a knock. Uh, we've not seen the pressure. This is literally just after full-time. Wright comes off as well, who was shockingly bad. I can't remember him doing anything in the first half at all. Literally nothing. Um, couldn't cope with um, the intensity of the play. Couldn't cope with the, the speed of the play. Um, just didn't get himself involved. I think he got caught offside twice. That was probably about that. And Tillman again as well for me. I don't know if it's uh, he's been young. He's because he's young. Um, but he just didn't deal with the occasion. He's, he didn't deal with Saturday's occasion, and he definitely didn't deal with tonight's. He just looked so disinterested. There was a point, I think it was actually for the uh, second goal. It might have been the second goal. Um, where you see a replay from behind the goal, and you can even see it in his face that he's not even willing to track his guy back. He's not even willing to, to put his body on the line and get back. But again, that is me singling out players, but collectively as a team, again, tonight, it's just, it's not on. We go to a back five, mate, in the second half. Um, a bit late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, definitely when you're 3-0 down, isn't it? Of course it is, Carney. Don't ask stupid questions. But... Um, Oh, what um, what Kenny was when they all the subs get made? I was like, right, it's bringing Jack on for Tillman, so you're losing your attack, kind of attacking player there. Because mm -hmm. I thought on occasions Tillman was one of the only players that, whenever we went forward, was holding it up, but he kept the ball too long. And I think, like you mentioned there about him being young, I think we've got to get in our heads that he is only what 20 year old, he is a young player. And he, yeah, I think he got off to a really good start, a couple of what three, four games. Really good start, and then the last, the old firm today, and even the game, was it the Ross County game, perhaps that he, he looked as if he was falling a wee bit away from the game. I just felt I think he'd not run out of steam as such, but I felt that anyway. But um, yeah, it was the way we'd set up bringing King in to play as your right back. Um, I can't remember was Divine on the bench or not. I don't know, mate. Actually, now that you've said that, I'll double check. I can't remember off. The top of my head because if, if Tav's carrying a knock and Divine is on the bench, then surely you bring Divine on it, give him some minutes so that he's up to speed for a wee bit better for, for the weekend. Um, yes, Divine was on the bench, mate. Yeah, and it was, and he brought Lundstrom back in. So you're playing King out of position, you're playing Lundstrom out of position, you're playing Sands out of position. Yeah, it confused me there because, I mean, we have been, we've praised Gio for his tactics in Europe at times, but I think tonight he got it badly wrong and, yeah, the weekend as well, badly wrong. Yeah. What is his tactics, mate? Uh, and uh, I'm, that I'm not even being, I'm, I'm trying not to be kind of silly about it, mate. What is his tactics? What was his tactics tonight? Because I don't know. Honestly, I don't. If we are trying to contain, if you're, if his whole idea is to frustrate them in the first half, then why not play a back 
fucking ten. Why not park the bus? Why not do that? Why? It, it baffles me, mate. But I'm genuinely confused. Um, we brought this up before, uh, and it's still so true to me now. I I have got no idea what the identity of this team is. No, it's so confusing right now. Right now, I mean, I think this is the first time that we've had the two back-to-back really bad performances and defeats because it's it's the performance that's really annoying me today from the players. It was mm-hmm. like, like you say, when we conceded that first goal, it was heads down. It was reminiscent of watching watching us last season in Europe, the first couple of games, you know, that certainly the Lyon game, where they all seemed a bit disinterested. Similar, similar time of the year as well, wasn't it? And it was also very mm-hmm. reminiscent of when... Um, AZ Altmar went and ran crazy over um, Dundee United. It was just chucking in the towel kind of stuff. That's what it looked like for me tonight, generally. That's what it looked like. It looked like every t- every player chucked out from pretty much 1-0. Um, and if I'm going to be really honest, I think from the first real attack that Ajax had, we, you seen they, kind of, they opened us up. That was down at our left-hand side. And it was the first time I went, oh, four, they can move the ball very well. And you could see that they could move the ball very well. Uh, I think from then on in, it looks like the confidence of this team has just completely disappeared. I don't think they really believe in themselves. I don't think they... If I'm being honest, from the outside of looking in, it doesn't look like they believe in what the manager's trying to get them to do. Um, it's right now that, as I say, the the alarm bells certainly weren't dimming after um, last night when we did club deck corner, mate, and tonight they're even louder, genuinely. Um, and I know, again, I get it's against Ajax, but uh, there's there's so many things wrong here. Uh, there is just so many things wrong, and this is a this is a problem he's going to have to fix and very, very quickly fix it, and I don't think he can. Uh, if I'm being perfectly honest, I don't see how he does because he's far too stubborn. Um, he's far too stubborn. I know we went to a back five. Yeah, I get that. That's not going to get you anywhere domestically. Um, but the the team selection, the tactics from the start, the, the players' attitude, the the confidence levels as soon as we, we can see the goal, um, yeah, everything about it is is a real, real problem and a real concern. Um, not a non-event, really, mate. Um, in the second half, most of it, Ajax probably should have scored if they decided that they wanted to up the tempo a wee bit, I think, or just be a wee bit more clinical. They probably could have scored more. Uh, and then Bonner scores a, an absolute screamer, mate, uh, with the right boot. Uh, or I thought it was a goal. I genuinely thought this was a goal. I was like, what a goal, Bonner Barisic. Honestly, something to literally raise a smile about. But of course, Kent is waddling back on the VAR replay and he's about a yard or so offside. But I actually seen a tweet, it was a tweet, and I, I always give people credit, it was from CJ Novo, and he said, offside or not, um, or goal, goal, goal cut off or not, or whatever, why is Borna Barisic on his right foot our most dangerous player right now? And I was like, <laughs> why is that the case? But I mean, some goal, like, honestly, what a goal, I know it doesn't count, but some finish. Oh, it's a great goal. I did. I'd seen another few tweets about oh, Borna doing that with his right foot. I'm sure. Can't remember what goal it is, but I'm sure he scored oh, a cracker with his right foot before in the last play. year or two. But um, I, I did scream. I did go oh, Barisic when it went in. But as soon as as soon as it cut to the replay, I just went oh, there's Kent offside. So I was like that straight away. Was, I didn't go. I didn't even go into the group chat to celebrate that because I was like, well, it's offside. No, a, a great, a great. Um, 
a great finish, but yeah, of course, of course, Kent is offside, just like we conceded from a corner tonight. Of course we did. Why would we not? Uh, Kamara comes off again on 76 minutes and Davis comes on. Uh, Glenn Kamara, mate, pff, honestly, mate, I, I, I don't want to see him in a Rangers jersey anymore. I am so sick of seeing Glenn Kamara do nothing. Yeah, I mean, I've been kidding on the wavelength of, yeah, you can play him in Europe as long as he doesn't have games like he did against USG. Well, tonight he had a game like he played against USG again. It was We were overrunning that middle of the park so, so badly. And it's it's so frustrating. It's It was, what some Kamara up for me the night as well was um, when he had the ball, I think, was it King maybe running on down the right-hand side? I think it was Matondo. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was Matondo. I was screaming at him. I was like, give him the ball then. Give him the ball then. And he turns around to pass backwards and lost the ball. Like... But he, no, because he passed it to he passed it to Jack and it was a poor pass. And then Jack goes in Aye. purely for his, his challenge and gets the yellow card. That, um, that, that, in a, that in a nutshell summed up. There's no cohesion at the moment, it seems. you know. And I know this two games were batting, battering on about them, but we're, we're obviously doing an immediate match reaction, and this is how you feel after it. There's no cohesion. Nah, and there's no, there's nothing to feel rather positive about right now, generally. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend everything's fine because it's clearly not fine. <laughs> there's, it's just not fine. I'm laughing out of more worry than anything else. Nervous laughs, probably because I just yeah. can't see the. I can't see how it gets fixed. I just can't see how it gets fixed, honestly. The fourth goal, mate, uh, Ryan Jack decides to have a John McLaughlin, mate, and play a fantastic through ball to um, to Bergwijn, who rounds the keeper and makes it four. Um, aye. <laughs> Is this just a thing now that when we're a team are 3-0 up at halftime, that in the second half we have to give them an assist so they can score the fourth? Yeah, I mean, this is what Kenny sums up how what I said at the start there, that if you want a reaction, just listen back to the to the Saturday podcast after the old time. Because the exact same thing. Because Ajax did take the foot off the gas in, the, in that half because they could. The, the, the game was won. Um, and, yeah. And as well, I thought that McLaughlin, the way he went in there, he was very lucky that he didn't really catch Bergwin anymore because that could have been... That could have been... Um, a bit of red card, straight, I would have said. Uh, it would have been a straight red, I would have been. Um, I would have been. Uh, but aye, that, I, that one, I'd, I'd literally laughed out loud at. Uh, I was like, of course. <laughs> of course, honestly. It's a, it's an absolute disaster of a night. Um, up there, as I say, with the, one of the worst European, if not the worst European performance I've ever seen. Uh, I'm not sitting here pretending that I expected Ajax, uh, Rangers to go out and beat Ajax, but I expected a reaction. I expected everybody to leave everything on the line tonight, and they didn't even cross the line tonight for me. Uh, not uh, not pleased at all with how tonight's been. Um and injury time, mate, Kent steals the ball, um, still kind of got a shot on target. And then the last bit of the game is him having a shot from about 40 yards, which is, again, another pathetic effort. The keeper easily saves that, and the game's over, mate, and it's full time. Uh, as I mentioned before, I think the players chucked it at 1-0. But what next, mate, genuinely? Um, what can Gio come out and possibly say that this is the problem? Are we going to have a reaction? Is it this? Is it that? And now we go to Pataudry on Saturday, mate. Uh, Lessons are not being learned. No, I mean, you'd asked the question last night about whose fault was it? Was it the players? Was it the management? And it, 
it was like for, for the weekend there, and it was like more the players. The players need to take a hell of a lot of the blame again tonight. But my major major worry right now is that it's every single thing about Rangers Football Club. Some of the news that's come out recently with things going on with the the travel things and it's everything's piling up into this crescendo. And if we do not get a result against, if we don't win up at Pataudry at the weekend, then I really, really fear for Gio because he's the one that's going to have to take it. And there's arguments that there'll be other play, other people in there that should be carry the can for it as well. But it will be Gio that, that deals with it the most. It will be. Um, I... Uh... I say it's very, it's, it can be looked as as knee jerk. Um, you see, you can see all over Rangers Twitter, people have been calling up for it since, I don't, since Hibs, really, the, probably that um, Gio was maybe not the man for the job. But uh, I, right now, I just don't see the, I don't see the progression. I don't see where the, the changes are going to come from. I don't see within the squad and the way that he's choosing to play, how he can change this, uh, how he can change the form, because I think he's stubborn. I think you can see from the 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 team selection tonight that he's stubborn uh, and the tactics for me are just baffling. I don't understand it. I don't understand what we're trying to do. I, I generally don't. I've got no idea. Um, too many empty jerseys uh, that look like they just look like they're they're not interested, uh, and I think you're right, mate. I think the the problem is everything to do with the club just now, um, from the board to the management to the players. Uh, I just think it's not a very nice place to, um, to be, um, because there's obviously all sorts of problems here. But yeah, this is the squad that Gio said that he was happy with. I know he's come out in the press and said people think that there's money there and there isn't. Well, it's time for the, the board to stop treating us all the absolute fools, mate, and start talking to us and start opening up communication about what's happening here because, as I say, I just don't see where it comes from. And I'm not sitting here saying Gio should be sacked because, I, if I'm being honest, I don't think they will sack him. Um, however, if we get beat on... If we get beat or drop points on, um, on Saturday... Uh, I don't see how he survives. Honestly, I, I can't see how he survives because it's it's going to be it's going to need to be him that takes the hat for this. Even though there are so many players that need to go, but there's yeah on that I mean, I'm, on that carry carry on. The thing sorry, I went off the reason <laughs> no, it's okay. No, you're quite entitled to because again, unfortunately, sorry everyone for listening, and it is one of those one of those post match pods again, unfortunately. Um, but the, the the worry I've got as well about that that imminent sacking potentially is that we've got the international break just coming up. So you've got that wee week, week and a half period where it's the ideal time to bring someone else in. And because otherwise you're waiting until after the World Cup. So we really need to we really need to put in a performance at the weekend. And a result. Yeah. Most important. Yeah, we need one. No, we need we have yeah. to win on Saturday. Like we have to win. There is no other way about it. We have to go up there and put in a performance and hand on my heart, mate. I do I just don't see it. I don't see it because it's going to be exactly the same team. It's going to be the same tactics. It's going to be exactly the same thing that we're seeing over and over again. That's clearly not working. It's clearly not working. We took comfort, mate, that um and we joked about uh oh, we'll probably see Rangers put in a 3 performance in Europe. That's why I think I'm so concerned tonight, mate, because that 
that Rangers European team that we were used to seeing, um, it's no longer there. Uh, this will be a slow one for them to take as well because they were probably expecting it all just to magically happen tonight as well when it hasn't. Um, yeah, this is a, it's going to be a tough one now, mate, considering the amount of money people have paid for the Champions League tickets as well. Yeah, I mean, see on that European team side of things, I think that's five five times we've played in Europe so far. And for two and a, for half of that, we've seen a really, really poor Rangers team in Europe. The other half, you know, for the game against PSV and the second half against PSV over in Eindhoven and the USG game at Ibrox, they were decent, but it's worrying. We're kind of, it seems as we're sort of getting at the top of that slide and it's about to quickly all go go further forward because I am, it's obviously we're just recording this after the game and the Napoli-Liverpool games just started and I'm petrified to go and watch that because... Mm. We've got Liverpool coming up twice, or Napoli and then Liverpool t- home and away, or away and home. I'm a wee bit petrified, if I'm being honest, right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me too, mate. Uh, generally, me too. I'm not looking forward to it at all, because I just don't see, I sound like a, a parrot, but I just don't see where the where the, where the the change comes from and how it, how it can possibly get better with the, with the decisions that Gio's making right now. Um I'm not saying this should be the guy if the 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 sacking of Geo happens, but there was just Kevin Thompson was on um, the the co commentary tonight, and how many times did they say something about Rangers that you just completely agreed with? Do you know what I mean? There was like so many times where he said something where I went, yes, he understands what Rangers are about, and I don't know if it's going to be worth a risk like that. I mean, I've got no idea who the next manager of Rangers would be, but I said right now. Um, I just, I can't see how Gio survives, mate. You know what? We've been in this situation before. This time in February, mm-hmm. we were having the exact same conversation. And I... When's the last time? Like when's the last... Oh yeah, sorry. When's the last time we had two 4-0 defeats back-to-back? Yeah. Well, that's something interesting I've seen as well that I'm sure someone had put up... I've not looked into this, so I'm taking them in face value, but I'm sure I've seen someone mention that under um, Gerard, we'd never lost a game by two more than two goals. Whereas that's now under Geo, a three 0 and two four nils. It's um, it's not nice. I mean, four 0 defeats are now they're not nice, and particularly two back to back. That's what makes it all the worst. Because you people will go back and oh, you've been blase about you just could maybe put in a performance being at Ajax, but we're basing that on what we've seen before, and we, we all felt that we could. Unfortunately, we've just well, we've no, we've just shot the bed really. Mm-hmm. I just don't. The team's uh, the team's not there right now. Um, mentally, physically, desire, hunger, attitude, application—all of it is not there. And I know um, Geo will be the one to take the blame. Um, I agree that the, the the players are going to need to take a, a certain amount of the blame as well. Um, but right now, something's going to need to give because we can't just continue to do this over and over again because the same, same thing's going to happen over and over again. Scotia, nobody's getting a man of the match tonight. I think you'll agree on that. It'll be the fans. That's the default one when we have a disappointing competition, but they thoroughly deserve it for getting themselves to Amsterdam, especially those that were on the day trip. Absolute calamity that's happened with the club. Um, that CTM carry on uh, it's probably for another day but yeah for tonight mate again another thankless task mate but unfortunately we need to sit and do these ones because it's just the way you have to 
you have to do things because there's going to be our supporters out there that will want to hear our side of it. So um, thank you, mate, and I hope this is the last one of these you have to do this season. <laughs> yeah, they're never nice to do, but like you say, we need to kind of we need to kind of do it. You can't have it all all fun and games when you're winning and sitting there. I think we need to come on and just give our opinion what it's like. It's it's not nice. It's not enjoyable, but I still love Glasgow Rangers. And I always will until the day that I die. It's why it hurts so much, mate. It's why it hurts so much. <clears throat> so, yeah, if you've made it to end of this podcast, congratulations. I'm not really sure how you've managed to do that, considering the past three that we've done have not been particularly positive. But, um, yeah, it's, it is what it is tonight. Um, I, I'm going to go and sit and watch what Gio has to say for himself and pass my judgment on there. But we will come back on Friday. Um, there'll be a preview pod on Friday. It might be the return of one Alistair Pearson on um, on Friday night as, as well uh, as we kind of look to head to Saturday and probably get the guys' reactions to tonight as well, Ryan and Ali's reaction to tonight as well. Um, going by the group chat, it's not very positive. Uh, so, yes, we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Try and keep your chin up if you can and speak to you on Friday. Cheers, everybody. Sports Social Podcast Network. Mother's Day is just around the corner and it's time to pamper the special mom in your life. And what better way than with the Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets that are perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their advanced eye care duo brightens, awakens, and firms the skin around your eyes, while the golden glow body trio nourishes and smooths the skin all over. Both sets are packaged in giftable boxes. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. And the best part? For a limited time, you can save up to $46 on Osea's sets. Plus, get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. This Mother's Day, get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. Go to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off site-wide.